everybody, and welcome to another podcast of Diz Lovers. Today, we actually um, are going to be talking about babies at Disney World. So, what better way to do that than have a special guest? This is Miss Audrey Rose. She might be talking a little bit right now. She's playing with her little rubber ducky, but um, she'll probably make a few appearances in this episode right now. Of course, I have with me my lovely wife, Jody. Hello. And so the first thing I wanted to talk about before we get into babies at Disney, which we actually um, had never had experience with until very recently, we just had a baby. Um, the other three kids we've talked about before, we didn't bring those, bring them until they were a little bit older. But we actually brought Audrey for the first time when she was, uh, well, we didn't take her to the parks, but to the resort. How old was she? She just was eight two, weeks. Yeah, eight weeks old so we'll have a little bit um of information on that go, go ahead you're gonna say something i was gonna say she didn't actually go into any of the parks she right. just she didn't. Uh, stayed at old key west that's right but she had a blast at old key west okay anyway so um first thing i want to talk about is what jody what's your reaction to disney uh no to genie plus what do you think um, about it well without having used it just seeing it I mean, it'll probably be different once we use it. Uh, my first reaction was I didn't, I'm not excited that they're trying to charge more on top of your already purchased ticket price. Yes. Um, I don't agree with that. Um, and it seems like if you know what you're doing at Disney World, that you might not even need the Disney Genie Plus, you know, if you can go off of what you already know and the posted wait times and things like that. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, you know, of course, if someone, if you don't know about that, you can go find a lot of different areas that talk about it. We don't really have to discuss exactly how it, how it works and all that because you can, you can go find that somewhere all over the internet, touring plans or uh is unplugged all those people have already done a great job of explaining that but it, it the problem with me is and it's funny because you know we uh a long time ago when me and my youngest son did like a disney world versus universal studios one of our biggest reasons why we love disney world better was because of the fast pass system mm-hmm. that we went to Universal at a busy time. Mm-hmm. We could barely do anything. I mean, after the you know the first hour or two hours of park opening, everything was just too busy. So mm-hmm. you either had to pay hundreds of dollars for our family Basically to get a express time. pass. Yeah, yeah. Or every, every time, time we've, gone. we've gone to Universal, we go. We're excited. We're like, let's give it another shot. And what happens is we don't have the patience or the time to sit in lines for a ride we just we don't want to do it and so we always end up leaving really early in the day and just going back to our hotel and doing other things but when we go to disney we we would have fast passes well you knew we you would have three would know what we were yeah. going to do then we would know what was coming next and we we rode so many things and we had such full days and then so i'm a little worried that universe that disney is going to start to have that universal feel for families like larger families because I feel like the, especially the fancy rides is probably geared toward just one person because it would be worth maybe paying $10 to get in and out. But for us, once Audrey's old enough to have to pay two, that would be $60 yeah. 
for one ride if we wanted Mm -hmm. to do a fancy ride and that's just on top of i mean it's almost seems especially during a busy time like if you don't get the 15 dollars per person uh genie plus that includes all the other rides you know of Mm -hmm. course it's really confusing anyway how why why they called it the same thing lightning lane and then the individual lightning lane attractions and then fancy and then yeah but whatever but still it just um it it makes it more difficult on families mm-hmm. for sure, but I don't know. But that seems to be that's what they're trying to do, right? To make it more difficult. Well, I was on frustrated when I first found out that it was going to be fifteen dollars a person, but then when I found out there actually then there's extra rides that you would still pay extra per ride after paying the fifteen dollars. That's really just was doesn't seem right. So great about the original the other fast pass system where you get three per day of course they had tiers so you could only get one big ride fast pass and then two um you know typically smaller ones but once you were done with all those i mean i don't know how many times i would just keep refreshing and get fast passes and Mm -hmm. be able to go to this one even though they weren't big rides and if you rope dropped you for sure could get a lot done i mean you could just get so much more done with that system i'm curious as to see how this one will work We've seen people on YouTube who've done this, and a lot of people say, some people say it's worth it, some people say it's not worth it. Right now, the parks aren't really busy, but when we go in January, um, you know, I, I mean, I think it's going to be essential for us to use, or else we're, we're going to be behind. Right. What do you think? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not going to pay... For a ride, though, like right. extra, like we're, I, I feel like we're gonna have to pay for. That's the thing. It basically it just made the Disney price higher because we almost, we probably can't go without getting Genie Plus. So, really, it just made it to where the ticket price itself is more for us because we're gonna have to tag it on. But then per ride, I don't want to pay the extra. Maybe yeah. if just. You and one of the boys, and maybe it would be like a, a a little cheaper. But our whole family, we just wouldn't be paying. It's a lot, and we're going with other people. Mm-hmm. And what about? I mean, asking them to pay when we've already we've already told them the price that it would be for their trip, and I don't know. Guess we'll see after we use it, but guess we'll have to do a review about it when we use it. But um, so what we kind of want to talk about today is, you know, something that is new to us and that's taking baby to Disney World. So a lot of people out there have have a lot of experience with this. They've taken their babies. Um, so Jody, you typically do all the packing mm-hmm. for our family. You know, I grab a whole bunch of shirts and say, okay, this is this is what I want, you know. Mm-hmm. But you do all the packing for all the kids. So now we have four kids to pack for. Plus, you pack for yourself. And then, you know, I pick my stuff out, but you'll pack my stuff up for me. So what's it like packing for a baby? And how is it different? Um, Well, when you're packing for a baby, for anything, you know, you have to think of... A change of clothes because you never know what's going to happen with diaper changes and uh, spilling things. So um, there's a lot more clothes to pack. And then just needed to pack plenty of wipes, diapers, things that if you forget, I'm sure Disney has them there available to buy, but it would be triple the price. So. And we uh, will 
they do have those things in the baby care centers, but we actually yes. never had to go to I one. I thought that I was going to be using all the baby care centers and trying them all out, but I ended up not um, not ever going to a baby center. Um, well, we, and what we, would, can, we can talk about that, kind of the way that worked out in the parks, but um, mm-hmm. what are some things that you had to buy that we didn't have before? Just specific, I can't talk, specifically for this trip. Um... Well, uh, well, a rain cover for a stroller. Right. <laughs> uh, we did bring our own stroller. Usually, I only have to do yeah. ponchos, but um, so we did ponchos and a stroller cover. Um, diapers, uh, little tiny baby mini ears. That was the most important thing that we brought with us, so that she um was dressed with plenty of cute ears to match. Yeah, I would say obviously. <laughs> you know, Disney-themed clothes that we did not have before. We, you know, it's one of those things where you know you know you're doing that, you know it's a special moment. Like, the very first time we went, she was only eight weeks old, and it was kind of, um, yeah, I, it was a planned trip, mm-hmm. I think, but, uh, but kind of not. I mean, it was kind of one of those trips where we just wanted to get away and go on vacation that week. And only a few of us ended up going to the parks out of our whole family. But for the most part, we just wanted to chill out and relax at Old Key West. Of course, as many of you know, that is uh, that was in April of this year. And that was when we uh, bit the bullet and just loved Old Key West and decided to go ahead and make that DVC purchase. Could have been an emotional purchase just because <laughs> it was baby's first time and... Uh... If we would go out on, and so. <laughs> we went on the patio, we'd have coffee and she was eight weeks old. So she was just so tiny and all she did was just mm-hmm. sleep and la- and she smile. And, and she just sat out with dad and had coffee. So it was. But um, back to babies at the park. Um, what I was going to say about the uh, not using the baby care centers Um what I found, and I guess it would be a good tip for people that were at the park when I would need to nurse her, um, it's worked out good to where we would be able to go into places like Carousel of Progress is a good place for that. But, you know, there are several rides that are indoors, air-conditioned, and dark that you can go ahead and keep going with your day but still be able to nurse the baby. So um, that's, you know, something... We ended up not right. even needing the. And we did that. And there, there were some days, and, you know, kind of, you know, getting back to that, you know, going, going to Disney, um, you know, was we drove about an eight hour drive and we had a lot of our uh, luggage up on top of the car just because of how much you know, room the car seat takes up and the other kids and all that. But um, once we got there, I, I'll, I mean, she was just such a good baby. Mm-hmm. So it's not always apples to apples. You know, you're, you know, your baby may be a little bit more fussy. She really wasn't fussy really, really much at all. When we were in the parks, there was one day we were at Magic Kingdom from, what, 8 in the morning until probably 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And she just found a way to always be happy. Be When it was time to go in the stroller, she did. Of course, you know, we would, when it was time for you to feed her, because you were breastfeeding, we would do things like carousel of progress. And she'd take a little nap and she'd fall asleep on us. Sometimes she'd even kind of sleep in the stroller for a little bit. So obviously it just depends on your, your baby. But for the most part, um, 
I think it's just being conscious. Oh, goodness. That was Audrey. She just uh, hit, hit the microphone or something. But just well, being uh, conscious of how your baby is and when they need to, to eat and when they need to mm-hmm. nap and what you need. Just be be flexible. Yeah, they have to be breaks if you need breaks. But, um... I mean, just I, I think we were very fl- like one one day we went to Hollywood Studios, just a few of us, and then <gasps> you and the baby and our oldest daughter met us for lunch. So because she really needed a little extra time that morning, um, the I mean, I, you know, that's probably the biggest advice. Make sure you bring plenty of extras. I mean, extra. Diapers. I think sometimes you know we weren't sure we had uh, you. You think you have everything at the park, but then you know you always have to kind of double check yourself. So when you get your stroller ready with diaper bags, one good thing they're doing now is they're allowing you to um, you know the stroller goes to a separate line. Toys. And yeah. Blankets. Just everything extra. But you go to a separate uh, uh, like security line with a stroller, and mm-hmm. then. You can, someone can carry the bags with them through the, the other security. Right. Um, like, the, you know, they don't check bags like they used to anymore unless if you go through, there's liquid in your bag. So I or think something. the reason her diaper bags would get checked sometimes is because we would have a bottle of water Just for her to, water, to, yeah. to, to, to drink or something like that. So that, that'll mm-hmm. get you stopped. So if you don't have liquids, normally you can kind of go right through. Um, something kind of funny. I had her little baby carrier. That's another thing is if your baby likes to be worn and wraps or anything, be sure and bring that too, because sometimes you need to just have someone push the stroller empty and just go ahead and carry the baby if that makes things easier on you or them. Um, but a couple different times when people were checking the cast members were checking the stroller, they, this man like pulled out the carrier and was like, uh, mom, what is this thing? <laughs> He's like, did not know what it was. And then another man at, uh, the other park didn't know what it was either. <laughs> so, okay. So she was how old when we actually went, took her to, to the parks then? Was she, was it six months? So, I believe like, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, um, about six months old. So that's taking a six month old and, you know, I mean, one who's breastfed, who eats typically every few hours. We, we went everywhere. I mean, we went to restaurants. Mm-hmm. We went to the parks. You know, we would take breaks during the day. We would go back in the evening. One thing that we did that I believe is a really good tip, uh, one of the reasons we went this last time was to see Happily Ever After for the last time. Mm-hmm. But instead of trying to get that spot in front of the castle with a six-month-old where, first of all, there's just gobs of people around everywhere. At this point, you know... um, I mean, the COVID numbers weren't sky high in Florida or anything. They were kind of coming down, but we didn't necessarily want to just be around a whole bunch of people. So instead of going to Main Street, one evening we went to the Polynesian, went to the beach, and watched the fireworks with her there. And I think for little babies, especially six-month-old babies, where we had no idea how she would react to loud fireworks, it was a nice thing to be able just to relax, to have the music piped in, and not to have those big, loud booms from the fireworks. Mm-hmm. She enjoyed it. Um, and then, of course, another thing with taking a baby is 
um, utilizing the rider switch for parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like the couple times that we decided to do that, like the cast members already knew just by seeing her and all of us walk up, they're like, which one's doing oh. the rider switch first? Let's go ahead and yeah. scan. Like they were ready for us and everything. So, but a lot of people don't know you can do that. So. And That's, still, I mean, have someone stay back with the baby and baby or no baby, get get to the parks early and get a lot done. That way you can get back to the resort and rest. Take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Take breaks as much as you can. And, I, you know, we were both even willing to just take a break and let, you know, the other one go do something, you know. Um, so just make sure that you're willing to do that with your with your spouse to, to give them a break, too. Um you know, when we got to Animal Kingdom that first, the one of the days that we went, I let you go to Flight of Passage first, you know, because you hadn't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we went, you were pregnant, and I don't, and you couldn't do it. But um, we, uh, so I, you know, sat there with the baby, and I mean, it was just uh, sometimes you have to just soak it in. And to me, taking her to the parks was a big deal for me because I was like waiting for that moment to be able just to sit there with her and soak it all in and take all that in. And we sat at a table right right outside of Flight of Passage and just hung out. And it was mm-hmm. wonderful. Sent me and the kids selfies. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, you know, be flexible. Make sure you bring plenty of stuff. Just double check your bag before you go to the parks just to make sure you, so you don't have to buy something at the parks. You know, take a fan, oh. stroller fan. We had two of them. She loved the stroller fans. Yes, definitely um, stroller fans. You know, take a stroller that is comfortable for her and for you too to push it around all day. Because she ended up spending most of the time in the wrap. Mm-hmm. Not even in the stroller, but that gives you an opportunity to carry your bags in the stroller. On the bottom <laughs> of the stroller, or sometimes if you're doing a lot of shopping, the top part of the stroller, if she's not using it. So that stroller has been handy for multiple variety uh, of reasons. But overall, I mean, you know, any other tips you could say or just other thoughts about having babies? I mean, you can kind of go watch people's packing list and things like that and see what people pack for your baby. But chances are, if you're taking a six-month-old, you're pretty experienced at packing right. go bags, you know, things that you have to take with you that you have to remember. Right. You know, um, I joked after her trip that some babies are just born with Disney in their veins. So, I mean, some babies may not have as good of an experience as us, but um, we feel like she was pretty much born for this. She was. Oh, I, I, one thing I want to talk about is rides, you know, Mm -hmm. with a six month old. There are a Uh, lot of rides. Yeah. There's a lot of rides she did, especially at Magic Kingdom. But I mean, her first ride ever was Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal for us. And she almost fell asleep right before we got on. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was fighting sleep. and we had basically just got there. I, I don't I know. even know why she got so sleepy, but we were like, oh. Peter Pan was going, we did awake. not. You have to see this. We didn't take her on Pirates of the Caribbean. We took her on Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Probably one of her favorite things was uh, the magic carpets <laughs> at Aladdin, or the Aladdin oh. magic mm-hmm. carpets going up and down. One. She loved it. She did like Dumbo. Uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid. We took her on Winnie the Pooh. Yes. And it's... since... But her all-time favorite thing was the Frozen sing-along. Oh, yeah. I mean... (laughs) And she became as obsessed as a six-month-old and now eight-month-old baby can be with, you know, something. 
I'll be honest she with you. She loves Elsa. That I mean, I didn't expect that. So the part, the very end where, um, well, I guess when they did let it go, and then also, I guess Elsa comes out at the end, mm-hmm. right? And she it's was the big interested thing. in the entire show. Like, she was just like, not going to take her eyes off of any of it. But then when, uh, when Elsa actually comes out, and then when the bubbles, the bubbles came come down, down yeah. I mean, it was just like, she... Oh, she loved, loved it so every much. second of that. And then she started liking Elsa. And see, I had trained her to love Ariel because that's my favorite princess. But apparently you just, you can't. Then we went to Disney Springs one day and I just walked around all the stuffed animals. It's kind of a tradition that we did starting with our first trip with our other kids is we let them all pick out a stuffed animal their first time that we went. So her first time, you know, that she went to the parks, we let her pick out a stuffed animal and at six month old, we thought there's no telling. I mean, she she doesn't know what she wants. Walked around, and as soon as she saw the Elsa, that was she, after she had seen yes, after so the, many yes, things. And, but yeah, she saw the Elsa, and she just started going for it. Needed it, got it for. Her. And since then, I mean, she loves to listen to the Frozen songs. Loves to watch the Elsa video on YouTube. So, uh. How about this? What would you say to someone that says you you shouldn't take your baby to Disney World because they won't remember anything? It's too much of a hassle. Well, at at this point, it's our memories that are important. Like, she's not going to remember any of the fun things we do with her right now. That's all for us. (laughs) Right. But I would say that about anything. You know, why take your baby to the zoo? Right. Why take your baby anywhere? Because you're making memories. Why dress them up and... Take cute little pictures. Right. Like, they don't know. It's because... And of, that brings me probably, I guess, maybe the last thing. The last thing that we could talk about. I think she's just about ready <laughs> to be done. Is bring lots of change of outfits for good pictures. Oh, Listen, yeah. you're you're there to make memories. But you're there to have those memories in a format that you can look back on for the rest of your life. And also, you know, we have a senior in high school right now and, you know, we were just making her yearbook, um, ad her yearbook page and, you know, looking back at old pictures, like it would, I mean, you know, we didn't take her to Disney until she was, how old was she? Uh, 11, 11 or 12. No, yeah, 11. Yeah, and I mean, she's been obsessed ever since. And just, you know, I can imagine now, you know, when Audrey is a senior, we're going to have all these pictures of her as a baby. Uh, you know, just you look back and you think, uh, uh, you know, it time goes by quickly and the memories are what matters the most. You know, that's why we spend our money on Disney because stuff is cool, but memories really um are a big deal for us as a family come so. on disney we were paying enough why yes. add genie plus okay <laughs> stop making it go up she agreed with that she agreed with that well so i guess that's that's pretty much it i mean that's that's all we have you know there are other if you're if you're listening to this to uh, you've probably already done some research about taking a baby and things you should bring and and how to rent strollers, and we didn't rent a stroller, we brought our own stroller, but you can rent strollers, 
you know, the baby care centers, all those things. So you can go look those things up, but we kind of wanted to give you the practical uh, experience that we had of how we actually had the baby at Disney World and what we did. And we really didn't do anything that we wouldn't have done if we didn't have the baby. And I think that's kind of an, an important thing to remember that make sure you're taking care of your baby's needs. So if she needs to rest, then let her rest. But for the most part, you know, you know, she, you know, she's just going along with what our family's doing and just enjoying herself. And if she can't do a ride, then she sits out. Um, and if she wants, you know, we want to take her into a store and shop while the other kids do something, then, you know, just be conscious of where your baby's at and how much your baby can do. But I mean, anything else that you want to add? That's about it. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening with us today on this Diz Lovers podcast. It's been a few weeks since we've been able to to get one in, but now we have. So um, we uh, are glad that you were able to listen, and we will see you real soon. Bye-bye.